everyone. Welcome to Grace Talk, a podcast developed by Grace Temple Church Louisville to share godly devotionals and interviews to help save the lost and encourage the saved. Let's go down to our presenter and listen with an open heart and an open mind. Hey, it's me presenting this time on Grace Talk, Episode 6. I am Elder Dwayne Derrick, and I welcome you all. So let's jump into it. Today, I want to talk about sin. More so the question, do you think you can live a life free from sin? Do you think it's possible? Is it something that we should do? I want to answer all these questions. Before we do that, let's kind of create some kind of context to start with. When we first become believers, we are attracted to the scripture, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Then Romans 5, 8 picks it up and said, but God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So we understand that God loved this world so much that he gave his only begotten son as living sacrifice for us. And why did that have to happen? Because there was sin in the world and sin is what separates us from God. So God had to create a plan to bring us back in alignment and right relationship with him. And that is through the sacrifice of his son, the shedding of his blood for the remission of our sins. Right. So in this life, we have everlasting life and we have uh, the savior who come to save us and died for our sins. Now, what is sin? Sin in John, first John three and four says it is the transgression of the law. Right. So if you break the law, that is sin. It's an actual act of breaking the law, actual act of not doing what you were supposed to do or what you said you would do in that covenant or not. Now, temptation is different from sin. Many people like to confuse these things and say that they are the same, but they are indeed different. Temptation, you can look at as an invitation to do something. So it's that choice being presented to you as a test or not. Sin would be you accepting that invitation and participating in it. But not being a sinner would be you declining that invitation and refusing to participate in it. Right. So that is the difference between sin and temptations. Temptation is the invitation. Sin is the acceptance and participation of it. Right. So when we look at a relationship with God, sin is something that we know separates us from God. So we don't want to participate in sin. Just like any relationship, if somebody offends you in a relationship, you really don't want to be in that relationship with you. If they're talking about you or down to you, not supporting your dreams, um, just don't give a care about you, not loving you like you need to be loved. You don't want to stay there for that. If they not calling you or even and just constantly disrespecting, you don't want to be in that relationship. So what do you think it is with me and us and God when he tells us how to love him, give us his commandments and we willfully continue to break them? We say, Lord, I don't care. This is what I'm doing. It's me about me. And then we want to lie and say, or we want to believe that the Lord knows my heart, but our heart is deceitfully wicked. If your heart was really in it, you will be moving different. You'll be doing things different if you really love God, but you love yourself more and think that God should just accept what you're going to do. And that is the wrong mentality to have, right? That's the wrong relationship. And we don't want, we don't even want to be in relationship with somebody who does this to us. So we should not do that to God, right? So, when we look at John 14, 15, he says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Right. So that is something I believe the Bible tells us that we ought to do. Right. Many leaders would tell you that it's impossible not to sin. 
And I believe sinners are really leading this campaign saying these things because they believe that if I can excuse sin, then they won't look at mine. That is not the mentality that we have. If the Bible tells us to come out of sin, then we should do that. And when we think about it, Jesus was a perfect example. When he was in the wilderness, he was tempted of the devil and he didn't give in to temptation. So if he didn't give in, then why should we, right? If he had the ability in the flesh, then we should have the ability in the flesh, right? The scripture tells us, right? They even the scriptures even uh, encourage us um, that I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me, including living a sin-free life. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, including sin invitations. And greater is he that is in me than he is in the world. If God truly reigns in my life, no matter what sin is out there, I don't have to give in to it. It don't have no power because God is in me is more powerful than the sin that's around me. Right. That is the way we have to look at it when we look at sin. We can continue to give into it because it, it displeases God. We want to be pleasing to God. And if it means to give up sin, then we should do that because that's the whole purpose of Jesus dying on the cross in the first place. And so that there can be a remission for us. And so he can be a propitiation for our sins so that our sins can be covered because without it, without his blood, we will remain disconnected from God, right? So let's put this in application. As I believe that we can live a life free from sin. If you have a speed demon, right? He's a professional lawbreaker. He breaks the speed limit. Our goals above and beyond speed and the speed limit on a daily basis, right? If you give him 24 hours tomorrow to not speed, to go speed limit or under, and he does that, doesn't he live a life free from sin the whole day? So if you do the same thing from refrain from lying for 24 hours, that whole day you live the life free from sin. If it's cheating or whatever your vice is, drinking, whatever the vice is, if you do not do that, do not accept the invitation for 24 hours, did not you live a whole day free from that sin? So it is possible because sin is the acceptance and the participation of the invitation. But if you refuse the invitation and you don't participate in, you are not committing sin. You're going to be tested, but you don't have to give in. Right. Because yielding to sin and it tells you you're not to temptation. Right. Now, if he does this successfully, it's because he made some type of preparation. Right. Because I believe that Jesus, because Jesus was God, he already knew the scriptures. So when he got into that wilderness and the devil began to tempt him, he already had the scriptures to back him up. Right. We have to have the same mentality. When we get into these situations because they're going to come back up because we have so many years practicing sin. A lot of people haven't really came out of that yet because they're still trying to navigate through life, living this new way. And then this you're going to fall. You're going to bump your head, but you have to prepare yourself. Right. Just like if you are trying to lose weight and make healthy choices, you don't want you don't want to go a week without preparing your food. Right. You want to do the food prep before. So whenever you're hungry, you're ready. To, you already had that option available. But when you don't prepare, right, you find yourself at two o'clock in the morning going to White Castles and Taco Bell because you didn't make the right preparations. Right. The same thing with sin. If we want to truly come out of it, we know what our struggle is. We know what our vices are. We have to make the proper preparations to help us to decline the invitation when we receive it. Right. So we have to prepare. The other thing is that we cannot abuse grace. Now, grace is that dispensation that we're in. That gives us the opportunity to get it right. Just like when your rent is due on the first and you got to the fifth, that's a grace period. We are in grace right now. Now, the speed demon think that probably he was um, 
passing all these cops and he never got pulled over. You got people who just proud that they speed, whatever, proud in their sin. I never got caught. I never did this, whatever. Don't get prideful because in any minute you can die. There's been car accidents, right? People who get in car accidents and die right on the spot, right? And then if they was in their sin and they died in their sin, then they have an opportunity to repent. And if he decides to come back in the next few seconds and you haven't repented and changed from your wicked ways, you, you're going to go to the lake. And that we don't want that to happen. We want to live with God for eternity. So let's make that decision and make a conscious effort to come out of sin and stay out of sin. Right. Don't abuse grace because it's there. No, because if he comes back and you do that, he's going to come to you and say, I never knew you depart from me. ye that work iniquity. And we don't want to hear those words on the last day. We do not want to have. It. So in order for us to not have that, we have to make a conscious effort every day to master our flesh. Make every day a right choice to choose to do what the Lord says to do. And we have things to help us. We have the word to guide us. Just like um, the person that's speeding, he has the traffic signs. There's traffic signs all over the over the freeway. You can't say you don't know what the speed limit is. You have the cops as reminders. Hey, you need to slow down. You have the, your, your phone. Now they have the apps where you can also have the speed limit and how fast you're going. So you have so many things that's helping you not to speed. The same thing with the word of God. You have many ways to love God and not offend him. He tells you all of that stuff from Genesis to Revelation. And you just got to read your word and do it. I'm a reminder of the scripture in Genesis 3, 7 to, Genesis 3 and 7, where the Lord was responding to Cain. After he gave him his sacrifice that was not acceptable, he said, if you had done the right thing, you will be smiling. But because you have done evil, sin is crouching at your door. It wants to rule you, but you must overcome it. We have to overcome the sin before it rules us. And we have to constantly daily put in the work. You're not it's not going to come overnight if you don't do the work. Just like if you're riding a bike or you're trying to learn how to ride a bike or trying to learn how to do something new, you're going to fail a couple of times because you're not used to doing it, right? You're not used to do, living this life free from sin. So you have to put in the work. You have to practice it so that you can be perfect at doing it because every day should be you perfecting who you are in Christ, right? So every day I should be getting better. I should be getting better. There should be a progression from day to day as you separate yourself from the world unto God living a life that's free from sin. We have to do it. And I believe that God will honor your intentions. We're going to fall. Something's going to happen, but we should not be uh, uh, living and dwelling in that fall or, or, or just trying to do it on purpose and, and abusing grace. No. Understanding the tensions is that I want to get better. I want to come out. Right. So we want to do those things because we want to please God in everything that we do. Right. So I want to just simply encourage you all to come out of sin don't let people tell you that it's impossible to live or you're foolish for thinking that. No, people just want to stay in sin and want everybody to be miserable with them. But if the Lord says that we have to come out of sin, I don't think God would tell us to do something that he has that we don't have the power to do. If he tells us to be holy as I am holy, that is something that we should strive to do every day. We in this in the scriptures and we give us the guidance and direction of what we need to do. If we really love God. Let us not continue in being disconnected from him because of our sin. Let's come out of sin completely so that we can love God wholly and be in this right relationship with him. Thank you again for joining Grace Talk, a podcast by Grace Temple Church, Louisville, Kentucky, where grace is changing lives. Be blessed. This concludes our segment. 
We pray and hope that what you just heard blesses and encourages you. Please join us next time on Grace Talk. Until then, Godspeed.